Drinking Night with a movie problem. I'm Laura. I'm Matt. And we watched Barbarian this weekend. Which was an excellent indie horror movie. Yeah. I love good indie horror. Yeah, it was fun. It was Georgina Campbell, who we thought was a protagonist, which Which I guess she was throughout. That's true. The whole movie, okay, spoilers, 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 spoilers through this entire thing because this entire movie is all about peeling off mystery after mystery. So, movie takes a hard pivot halfway through and just goes completely over to Justin Long. Yeah, yeah. So, it starts with Georgina Campbell as Tess, who is uh, arrives at her Airbnb to find that there is a guy already there. Um, And we get... Uh, obviously a lot of like the fear and uncertainty of this strange guy, but it's also the middle of nowhere neighborhood in Michigan, like an abandoned part of Detroit. Um, she has nowhere to go. She's in town for a job interview. She comes in, but is obviously deeply uncomfortable. They make a lot of like the shots of her locking the door. Um, as she moves from room to room within the house, it's really well done. Um, it's nice because you you you're going in knowing you're watching a horror movie, but you don't so know where just, it comes. Yeah, yeah, you don't know what the horror is, where it's coming from, and if it's called Barbarian, you spend the first like 20, 25 minutes just like, is Keith like going to be possessed? Does this is have Keith some super yeah. supernatural aspect to it? Is Keith really just a complete? complete monster of a human being it turns out he's just like a normal guy because he turns out to be the first person to get murdered um and it's uh they Tess discovers uh, a secret room in the basement that basically looks like a homemade monster creepy sexual violence room um and then they find uh, finds another it's room. Bad. Yeah, it's find, really yeah. Bad. And then finds another room below that room with cages, um, and that looks you know long abandoned. Um, but then we get our first glance at the monster, which is this nude giant of a woman that leaps out of nowhere and just crushes Keith's skull against a rock. And she definitely, although the movie is never fully supernatural, she's definitely super speed, super superhuman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's there is the the creature which is known only in the titles as Mother is uh, mm. or the Mother is is definitely um, physically overpowers everything that that you know thrown in her path. Um, but after that, after that murder, we then all of a sudden jump cut to uh, Justin Long, like driving a car, a sports car on a sunny California road. How do you not recognize? Oh, no, it's not the 405. It's probably, oh, what's the road? The the 101 that kind of got, like, crumbled in an earthquake recently. I don't know, California girl. You know your roads. I don't know your roads. So he's, like, in the Malibu area driving down. He's a hotshot movie star. And there's a little bit of a Me Too movement coming out. Well, not just a Me Too, a little bit. Like, he is accused of raping a, you know, cast member. Um, And he's... His, his, he is going into career exile. He's, he, but like, as with most of these kind of me too moment things, like it doesn't seem like actual legal repercussions are in the, in the mix for him. He's not worried about being prosecuted. Um, it's all like reputational and his career and And being kicked off the project and his money. Um, and like, uh, but he then, he turns out to be the owner of the Airbnb. He goes back to, to visit, visit it, finds it empty um and he gets kidnapped and captured um by the mother creature as well yeah 
Well, then the real horror starts. Mm -hmm. The very explicit horror. That's when you really start seeing the monster, what the monster is. And and you... It's less about the what is in the basement. Yeah. And more of this really... What does it mean that that's in the basement? Yeah. And what's led to this situation and like... And just general... I mean, arguably the most explicit... Not it, most explicit. But literally body horror. Yeah. There's literally body horror. And, 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 And then, you know, we get introduced to the the kind of true monster of the film, which is another 1980, another flashback or another yeah, uh, the jump movie cut pivoting, pivoting to uh, the kind of origin story of this creature in the basement that it's, you know, just a guy in the 1980s who kidnaps women, locks them in the basement and kind of Subjects uses, them. Yeah, uses yeah. them until he's done with them and then and then uses the kids produced of that until he's done with them. And this like this successive generations of underground inbreeding by this guy uh ha- has produced the the mother creature that's this like you know again super emotionally crippled superhuman like terror creature like that she's you know she all she wants is for these people to be her baby and you know but she's terrifying and she kills them if they're if they're upset she gets upset and then because she's upset that they're upset she solves that by murdering them it's definitely yeah that what it's creepy. There's a room that she has that's just playing on repeat breastfeeding videos, like instructional videos on how to take care of a baby. Yeah. Yep. It's super weird. Yeah. Justin Long, uh, you know, Justin Long gets out and uh, as does Tess. Tess fully escapes the house, then goes back to save Justin Long. Uh, but uh, ultimately, like, while he's, you know, she goes in to save him, crashes a car into the mother as she's out trying to, like, recover her, her test baby. Um, and the two of them sort of escape, but uh, ultimately get chased up a tower by the mother, who then uh, Justin basically shoves Tess off a cliff to try and save himself. Yep, and then... the But... The mom jumps out, catches, saves, saves Tess. Tess. Yeah, who, who's the, they, we have like our who's the real monster here kind of thing and uh, moment. And then um, the mother then, you know, Justin tries to like approach Tess to you know, apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't have a choice. I had to do it. I had to throw you off the cliff. You know, it's we're, we're friends. I'm a good person. But, you know, I, I just I did what I had to do, you know. And the mother then jumps up, snaps his neck. And then there's this kind of moment of tragic understanding between Tess and the mother that Tess refuses to come back. The mother doesn't know how to deal with that. And ultimately, Tess shoots the mother. Yeah. And we have our, our final girl walk off into the sunset. And that was quite a moment, too. And it's interesting because that really does tear into what you wanted to really talk about with mm-hmm. this. Of like, there is really this really powerful moment between, you yeah. know, like, who is the real monster as she's getting ready to shoot the mother so she can escape. Because so much of what the horror is, is, like, motherhood and, like, all about, like... This hyper-twisted maternity. Yeah. hmm Yes. Yeah, it's but... a movie... It's, yeah, it's a movie that it's at odds with it, with itself. Because so much of it is tied in with... Like, there's there's two movies on the cutting room floor that I, that I found very interesting that we talked about after this. And I think the first movie is the one that all revolves around the danger that men pose to women. Yes, and, exactly. And, and, that is the entire <laughs> first half yeah. of the movie. And then Justin... Because, uh, you know, like, you've got Tessa... Uh, the uncertainty of Keith. 
Yeah. Uh, at, at, at the, the first guy that she encounters who's in the Airbnb, who turns out to just be like a normal a person, dude. but he gets murdered. Yeah. But like, uh, but that like, the, but the Justin uncertainty Lee. around the danger he poses, then you add that Justin Long and the Me Too movement and moments and having, having raped a cast member. Um, and then also the, uh, the kind of progenitor, the old man, uh, who is actually the person whose fault all of this is because he's kept women in his basement raping them for, you know, generations. Yep. Um, so there is that through so line of, like, male... Of the male, danger that men pose. Yeah. Of stranger stranger men danger. Male yeah. danger. Yeah, but you also identified... But so much of the horror, like, the, the big bad... I mean, yes, the big, big bad is the 1980s man, but... He only so gets five of, minutes of screen time, though. Yeah. And what's just absolutely horrifying is this, like, twisted maternal figure and, like, taking the bottle. And, like, what do you do when it's not taking the bottle? You give it the boob. And it's, like, it's just horrifying. It's, it's horrifying. And, and when it won't be upset, you crush its skull. And, then, and, and Tess trying to leave, but this woman has, this creature has declared Tess her baby and is going to murder everything in her path and potentially even Tess in order to get her baby back. Like it is this kind of, there's this toxic motherhood aspect to it. And so you're essentially, absolutely, you're looking at two movies on the cutting room floor, both of which are really, really compelling, but at the same time, you're constantly ping-ponging between, okay, but what is this movie really about? Is this movie about yeah. the danger that men pose or is this about toxic motherhood? Yeah. Like we, we, we were kicking around a couple ideas of like ways you could make this more streamlined as like if the, if the mother creature had been, uh, had been a masculine one instead of a, instead of a feminine one, like he's the, the 15th generation inbred son of this guy that's taking care of his, his great granddad in the basement um, and kidnapping more women to procure for him. Uh, and then not only that, but you, you merge Justin Long and Keith's character and you have the Keith good guy actually turn yeah. um, in, in, in much to protect, to yeah. protect the reputation, to protect the social norm like or, the- or just to take or just when or just when re- when offered the chance to have his own underground basement empire of kidnapped women. He decides to take that. He 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 accepts that devil's bargain. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and in in the way that like Get Out had the. uh took away the nice white girl, like the way to get out, took the, the, the nice girlfriend that you thought would be on the main character's side and turned her into another racist, scary white person. That's a part of this system. There's, if if there's, Keith there's had no turned in the end yeah. uh, and, and if the threats had all been kind of male throughout, you would have this like really clear through narrative of like this or film. Theme. Yeah. yeah. This film is about, male danger to women. Yeah. And, and then you had the idea of like making it, or if you wanted to make it <clears throat> about motherhood, <clears throat> like starting with Tess being nervous about having a kid or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, the idea, the idea, that, the idea that you kicked around uh, of like, Opening on instead of so when, when Tess gets there, she arrives alone and she's she's texting about a, a guy that she's fighting with. But having her arrive with her partner and the two of them in a conflict about uh, whether or not they were going to have a kid and her expressing some fear that, you know, she she has a career. She doesn't want to lose herself in 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 you know, she doesn't want motherhood to kind of overwhelm that. And, she, and maybe she had a controlling mother or a mother who like put too much into her and then they're, you know, so she's nervous about that. And then you do keep the mother, the toxic mother creature in the basement, 
but maybe she, you find that she had she's she's got an actual child down there, and much like uh, like Ripley finds mm. um, who is the girl Ellie Bell or what? Or yeah, whatever the little girl that Ripley meets in the Alien movie. It's like fish or mink or something. Yeah, Newt. Yeah. Newt. It's Newt. 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 But uh, yeah, so 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 you know you keep that through line. Her you know the the partner gets killed, but while kidnapped, Tess encounters her Newt. And the two of them form a healthy maternal, you know, mother-child bond. And then between the two of them, they're now, you've got the healthy maternal-child bond trying to escape the toxic, overwhelming mother monster. Um, and, and you could I so did have that idea, <laughs> didn't I? That's a really good idea Usually, I had. Next time, next time we'll do these more closer in proximity <laughs> to, uh, to, to actually watching the, the film. We I'm a, so glad you remembered that. We had a family. you were like, we should totally. Yeah, we had a, okay. we had a yeah we had a family visit uh, over the weekend, uh, so we didn't get to our podcast as quickly. But yeah, like I, I found those two ideas of like this these two through lines of of uh, you could take the the two pieces of a story that they kind of put together and split them out, flesh them out, and you could Just have two, two different yeah both you know, excellent deep news. explorations of an interesting theme yeah and you know it's also just such a great idea too of like just the horror movie pitch of like look two people rented the same airbnb uh duh that's like i, I was Wasn't impressed there a with how many that did came you... out of with that exact same premise a little while ago <laughs> if there was i missed it yeah. they did i was surprised how often they were filming outside of the like the house location because i yeah. was like oh man this is brilliant it's like cabin in the woods you get you or knock location. at the door. It's like you get one location and you just film your whole movie and it's super cheap indie budget film. Yeah. But they actually had quite a few scenes outside of the house itself. Yeah, so. they had Tessa. You went to Tessa's interview. Mm -hmm. you, you had uh, the the original true barbarian uh, flashback yeah, character. Yeah. He's, he goes to like a grocery store. He's like getting like a tarp and like, you know, you know that, <laughs> that whole thing with like the three things you would buy to unsettle your, um, <clears throat> your uh, unsettle the cashier. Yep. Ooh, and you get another nice little radio play of like the Reagan administration. So really, really good like device to transport you back and tell you exactly when you and are. And the use of the fisheye lens that was really effective. Oh, it both yeah. made it made it incredibly creepy. Uh, yeah, like so the the nineteen eighties sequence is just almost exclusively filmed, almost like a video game where you're following him the the barbarian around. Um, in the third person looking at the back of his head as he's like moving through getting into the car and driving to the store and shopping. And it, it, it puts you in that like semi first person, third person perspective that you see in, in a lot of video games, which yeah. I feel like that's a statement in and of itself, but they film the whole thing in this fisheye lens that just gives it a really distorted and un uncanny perspective yeah. as you're semi viewing the world through these really creepy eyes i forgot about that yes that was really 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 horrifying mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh that was cool yeah yeah great use of creepy angle shots great use of like broken flashlights in the darkness broken flashlights in the darkness yeah of using the mirror to reflect mm -hmm. light down into the tunnel and just the tunnel going and going and going mm -hmm. definitely creepy it was interesting in that there's a i feel like there was a lot of emphasis on it being in Detroit and it's almost like there's like a throwaway idea of something urban something decay like urban decay but like they didn't they didn't go yeah. there yeah there's a thread yep 
There's also an interesting thread. It's interesting that the movie took such a hard pivot halfway through it because they were building so much of the main character, the protagonist. What was her name? Tess. Tess Campbell. Oh, I don't know her last name. But Tess. Tell you. Building up Tess's um, career as a, essentially going to go work for a documentarian. That's what the interview yep. was about. And Keith was like, oh, yeah, I kind of know those guys. And like, there was so much invested in all of these little threads that could have led places. And it was just such an interesting hard pivot to Justin Long. Like, it was yeah. just really interesting. I It was really refreshing structurally mm -hmm. to just take such a hard pivot. Yeah. And yeah. it really threw you off in terms of like, where is this movie going? It is also, Justin Long the Barbarian? Yeah. It also allows you to, uh, to like Game of Thrones Keith with a small cast, right? Like you just introduce a whole nother, a whole different deuteragonist, right? Like that you don't meet until halfway through the film. So like your, your first thought at like, it's hard to buy that they'll kill Keith because up until that point, Keith and Tess are the only two people in the movie. Yeah. Um, but Keith goes out hard. It's not pretty. He's just like, his head is just mashed into a rock over and over again until it's Oof. no longer a head. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely was some like post-traumatic, like mm -hmm. it's a man, get this, this thing away from my baby. Yeah. Energy. You were you pointed out how much you'd love the shot of when Tess was coming up. No, when Justin Long was coming up on where the old man was sleeping. Oh yeah, I was gonna go there. Yeah, that's that that was another note I had. Um, so two thirds of the way through the film, um, the mother has lost control of both Tess and uh, Justin Long's character. Um, Tess has fully escaped the house. Justin Long is running around in the dark in this like hive of tunnels um, and the mother is chasing him in the darkness. He's got his his tiny little flashlight. It is totally terrifying. Um, and he finds this door and there's a really great sequence where um, Justin Long has his back to the door and is trying to like open it and he's shining the flashlight down the hallway uh, back the way he's came and you see the silhouette of the mother emerge kind of halfway from the darkness and it approaches a little bit and it kind of stands there awkwardly for a moment and then it just kind of quietly slinks away back into the shadows and the the implication that you get out of this is that like whatever it, it's such a great way of communicating that whatever is behind that door as scary as this creature is she doesn't mess with whatever's behind the door. Um, and then when, when uh, Justin Long goes in and finds this old man who's like, you know, 80 years old and bedridden, like, why would she be afraid of, oh, no, that's why. And you get and it into, take, it's <clears> a slow burn. It yeah. is, that is, I think, one of my favorite scenes, the slow burn of Justin Long being like, oh, my gosh, buddy, we're going to get you out of here to like, man, you're kind of pretty bedridden, aren't you? To like, wow, you have a lot of movies. Oh, God, there's oh, women's wow. names on all the videotapes. And then the final just, like, pushing of the VHS tape and just, like, oh, no. Yeah. 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 And, and, and then, uh, you know, and then he immediately kills himself when Justin Long, like, it's like, we'll comes, get the cops. We're, we'll get the cops to come save us all. It'll be fine. Bang. Yeah. 
What were the moments that, what, 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 what were like the memorable moments for you? Because that, 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 that yeah. scene, mm-hmm. that scene was phenomenally well done. That was yeah. really good. I'm still not quite sure. Do you think the woman came up and went upstairs and checked on Tessa in the very beginning and that's why her door was open? I think so. That's the implication because she was see, she was upstairs. You remember, I think there was another sequence where you saw her silhouette down that long hallway. Oh, you did? Very early on. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think she was coming up to like check and see what was going on with the people in the house because she wants to like kidnap people and bring them downstairs to be her baby. So. Ugh. That was a powerful. Yeah. That, uh, I also found a really. In- oh, go ahead. Yeah, that was another great movement early on when you you've got the ambiguity of Keith and and Tess and like not whether or not she can trust Keith, and there's a you know you they did a really great job communicating with just visually the going from the locking all the doors and refusing to drink to her, like warming up to like having a drink with him and then, and you know, the light becomes warmer. She's obviously more comfortable. They have a friendly conversation. She goes to bed and she doesn't lock the door. And then she wakes up in the middle of the night and her door is open. And, and like you later realize that it's, that it's the mother and not Keith. But like in that moment, all that uncertainty comes back. It's so well done. I mean, especially because the movie is called Barbarian. And you don't know, you don't know what the monster is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So is this one of those like, but the real monster was the old man all along? Mm -hmm. Like, is that the barbarian? Yeah. I'm assuming that's the barbarian. Yeah. Yeah. I think the movie would have been much stronger if it was really, and I think they ultimately did choose to make it about, the threat that men pose. Yeah, I think they wanted to throw you a head fake that like yeah. that the, the, the female monster actually wasn't the monster, that she was actually the victim. Yeah, but she was still <clears> kind <throat> of awful. I mean, yeah, she still still did. Exactly, people. exactly. Which is why I think the movie suffered a little bit in terms of like the lack of clarity around yeah. the theme of the movie when it's like if she was she wasn't sympathetic enough to really be a victim yeah she well, yes. well she was a victim but that victimhood twisted her into something that was monstrous and in and of itself like and, and not just visually but like murdering people you know yeah. like like and 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 did you know what she you know she something made her into that monster but she's still a monster or was she born a monster because the movie also emphasized that she's like seven generations of incest yeah and that maybe explains the superhuman strength and speed and stuff. I, I guess that's, know. yeah, that's the closest they would come to that. I think an, an, a standout moment for me is like when we're trying to suss out the character of Justin Long. Yeah. And he's like, everything was consensual to him getting drunk and then talking to his friend at the bar and being like, I mean, it was kind of consensual. I mean, You know me, I the tiger. Yeah. I said, she said no at first, but then she changed her mind. Yeah. And so that was a standout moment for me, I think, because, like, I was really drawn into the drama of, like, okay, but who's this new guy? What does he have to do with the situation? Is he the barbarian all along? Like, what? Yeah, I feel like there's a cutting room floor thing where he's the barbarian's kid. Because there was also a throwaway line. Owning the there, well, there, well, there was a throwaway line, one, how he owns the house, but two, there was a throwaway line when the, he was listening to the news reports about what he did, where it was like, guess he's a chip off the old block. And and that, that line was still yeah. in there. Like he has, he clearly has a dad who's got his own history. 
But like, and I it's guess, interesting. You know. Like the movie's kind of not obsession with him, but definite fascination with Justin Long. Where there's mm-hmm. that moment by the fire where you're getting exposition from the friendly homeless guy, friendly old black man, um, and Justin Long is like kind of going through a mini monologue of like, "Am I a bad person or am I a, per- a good person who's just done a bad thing?" Yeah, and it's kind of funny because it's a little melodramatic. He's being a little bit of a drama queen and handling it up, but it also is like the movie is giving time to examine that that, and seems to have an interesting fascination with like justin long's perspective of himself as well as justin long but the movie doesn't answer that question either the character the character not the actor yeah but yeah the movie doesn't answer that question well i guess it does i guess i think the movie views justin long's character as a bad person oh 100 percent. yeah but and the interesting thing is you never actually find out how what well you do kind of find out what happened he kind of admits he raped her. Yeah. 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 And then he definitely, and we definitely see him decide to push Tess off of a cliff in order to save oh, himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's in the movie. It was just like, but he was really a horrible monster regardless. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. It's good indie horror. I think I like the menu more. Yeah. I think between the two. I think this one had embraced a lot more of the jump scare horror no which and i feel like the menu had a little bit more of a consistent approach to its theme whereas this one was just it felt so split right down the middle yeah is this corrupted motherhood or is this the threat of men yeah and i mean like maybe maybe there's some there there around like the relationship of no because motherhood is the relationship between mothers and children I'm trying to find. I mean, I feel. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like you could try and take something about how like the patriarchy takes women and victimizes them, and then turns them into enforcers of the same patriarchy. But the but the but the mother is not enforcing traditional feminine norms upon. Like she's she's not coming in like no Tess, you won't go to get a job. You'll get back in the kitchen or else I smash your skull. <laughs> it's, you know, like it, it doesn't, it isn't like, it doesn't like, really, uh-huh. it doesn't really line up with that, with, with that read. To no, no, nah. but all in all, definitely worth a watch. It's definitely yeah. a good indie horror film. And it's nice to see, it's nice to see new and up and coming and experimental directors. Doing fun things. Doing fun things. Yeah. Good movie. Good movie.